Hello. Hi. Um, I know it seemed like just yesterday I was ill, um, but I'm ill again. <laughs> so get used to this saddish voice of Maggie being cool. Ill. All right. Um, this is, I just opened this apple cider. It's very good. It's literally the ingredients is just apples. Yep. Like, that's all that's in it. Uh-huh, and we sell it at our place of employment. Yeah, but no, I've never had it. It's really good. But I was just, like, jarring. I was like, wow. No, say the brand, Tess. Uh, it's original. Red Jacket. <laughs> yeah, Red Jacket Orchard in Geneva, New York. Original apple cider. And this is a brand deal. No, I'm kidding. Um, but it is, it's good apple cider. Mm-hmm. It's not apple juice. It's yeah. cider. Because what season is it? Fall. Fall. And by that, we mean winter time. And by that, we mean the time of, of seasonal, seasonal depression. depression. <laughs> Glad we were on the same yeah. page there. Mm-hmm. This has felt like, I was just thinking, like, the last time we recorded was my birthday. It feels like ages has passed since the last time yeah, we recorded. Yeah, it's been a week and a day. So much has happened. Really? Well, really? For you? Yeah, kind of. I mean, just because, let's see, because, like, well... To, my my birthday was Monday. Yes. And then, so, like, obviously just, like, fun stuff happened. I mean, we recorded and stuff. And then Tuesday, I forgot what happened. Wednesday, I went out with some people to a bar for Wednesday night deals, which I'm going to go back tomorrow. Wow, must be nice. <laughs> what I do on Wednesdays? Fucking close at work. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just closed. Yeah, and then I had to call my roommates and be like, can you pick me up? <laughs> um, the bus doesn't work. Yeah, then, what was Friday? I don't know. What, I feel like something happened Friday, but I can't recall. But then... Friday? Can I talk about my life? Yeah. <laughs> Not to interrupt. Uh, last Friday, I volunteered for oh, yeah. so many hours at Willow's 40th anniversary gala. And Willow is a... Um, it's a place that supports victims of domestic violence. It's super fun and great. And someone bid $5,000 on 40 bottles of wine. And it was there was screaming. It was really fun. It was a fun time. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of old, wealthy people there. Hot. I got to physically type in credit card numbers because Hot. I have the worst of luck at charity events. And the card swipes always fucking not work for me. So I'm saying this because last time I worked at a charity event, it was a polo thing when I was oh, in middle school. Yeah. And we had the fucking iPad card swipers, mm-hmm. and they just broke, like, two seconds in. So I had a piece of paper writing people's credit card numbers in. Rich people are crazy. Damn. They're like, yeah. What's my address? What's my billing address? Here. What's my social security <laughs> number? Here you go. Here's my card. Keep it. No, I don't need it back. And it's like, like yeah. their cards weigh as much as my phone. Like, they're metal. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, where is your number on this? And they're like, there is none. <laughs> it's an Apple card or something. Anyway, wow. that's what I did. That was the only eventful thing of my life. You may continue. Okay. Uh, Then, no, Saturday we had a party at my apartment, which I usually, you know, it's every time, like, I wake up after a party, it's like, wow, I feel awful, but it's like, I can only imagine hosting it. This one, like, it wasn't, like, a huge party, but it definitely, the apartment was very sticky after. Well, you hosted a a party the weekend prior to that, too. I did, yeah. It was two weekends in a row. Which is psychopathic. Yeah, but that's it for now. <laughs> it, the problem is me and my roommates all have different friend groups, so it's like 
one of us one was like a different thing this one was a different thing this one involved a social experiment <laughs> i think it turned out pretty well yeah, the social experiment was because we all know like a person who just you know acts way more drunk than they They're are. They're like, "Bitch, I had eighty-seven shots." And you're just like, "No, wasted. you didn't. No, you didn't." Like, so you'd be dead if you did that. Yeah. <laughs> so this life. party, we kind of did the opposite of spike the punch. We unspiked the punch. There was still alcohol yeah. in it, but not enough to get anyone drunk, even if they had like five cups of yeah, it. Yeah, there was like one bottle of wine, and then it was like filled with so much juice. Yeah, and then like half a half a like a small bottle of Fireball. Yeah. So like it wasn't anything. And I think it was definitely interesting. There were certain people we got thrown off because I did advertise as BYOB. Well, yeah, people so, brought like, people brought stuff, but... But I know one specific person... And I don't know if we... I can say this because it's illegal. But they were um, high. Um, but they were like, bro, I'm so cross right now. And I'm like, no, you no you're not. Yeah. <laughs> You've been drinking juice. <laughs> <laughs> what you are is high. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Hosting parties is fun. I feel like I'm good at it because they've been bangers. But also, it's a lot to clean up. But I had to get up at 7 o'clock the morning after because I was volunteering at National Portfolio Day. Or I wasn't volunteering. I got paid for it. She got was, paid extra for it. I got paid extra for which it. Which isn't fair. Not, it's not fair. I hate it. hate your work. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, listen. I do so much fun. <laughs> it's nothing against you, Tess. I just can't afford housing right now. It's yeah. hard for me. I mean, by paid extra, it's not like I got paid that much for it in the first place. Well, you got paid minimum wage. Yeah. And then you got paid extra. So I made an extra $10. Yeah, but you shouldn't just because you fucking work on a weekend. Well, Not it wasn't... to attack you or anything, <laughs> but you just worked a job. A lot of people work on the weekends. I know. I mean, I didn't ask for it. I it know. just happened. It's but... not fair. Yeah. I need to get a raise, but I can't because my the school doesn't let me. Oh, yeah. You know? Well... Yeah. Whatever, it's fine. I'm gonna quit my job. I'm not. Seth, if you're listening, I'm not. <laughs> I'm very tired right now. I have to I have to cover my fucking manager shift tomorrow early in the morning, which is bullshit. Yeah. She gets paid so much fucking more than me. Yeah. And I get minimum wage plus forty cents to cover her morning shifts. You should ask them to pay you how she gets paid. Haha. <laughs> no. They would never. They can't actually. Hmm. Because if they would, uh, me and Antonio would be getting paid more. Because mm. we do so much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really stalling this. I don't want to. I don't want to do this because there's a lot of Spanish words in here. Oh. And I'm a sick and illiterate. Mm. And also, I I can't speak Spanish. Yeah. Today I told my professor I was illiterate, not like to the class. You know, you know how those people like raise their hands and they're like, "Well, I'm a stupid baby idiot," but I've never had that happen in a class. Clearly, you're not in enough liberal arts classes. But um, I was like sitting in the wrong group because I thought I was group two when I was group three. Mm-hmm. And I come over and he's like, "Oh, there's Maggie," and I was like, "It's fine. I was just illiterate, no problem." And he's like, "That's a problem," and I was like, "You know, I'm not really illiterate." <laughs> You know I can You know read. it's a joke, right? <laughs> Damn. Anyway, we learned about videos today. That's stupid. I have to I have to become a full fledged videographer for two of my classes. 
That's exciting. You haven't learned anything about video. Yeah, that's a lot to ask of uh, class. Well, like, the when class it... is copywriting, and let me tell you how much copies in a video. None. Unless it's a logo. Yeah. Because, like, this... yeah, the, does the dialogue count as that? No. Then, yeah, no. Also, it's supposed to be able to play with sound off, so there's no dialogue. Oh, I see. We watched an L.L. Bean ad. It was one when it's like this dude in a raincoat. We had to make a storyboard for it. We had to, we had to watch the video and storyboard it. It's like, what is this class right now? What? Yeah, that's so weird to have like, you guys. I don't know. It just seems odd. Well, like, okay, okay. So here's the problem: we never learned about visualization in the class at all. Like, what are you like? What was the point of storyboarding it? It was to, it was to show us what a storyboard was. But mm-hmm. the thing is, well, we were watching it already, so there was like nine storyboards because there was nine camera cuts or whatever. Mm-hmm. We, I was just, I paused the, and I drew it, and then I pressed play, and I paused, and I drew. It. I don't know what the point was. Like, I yeah. knew what a storyboard was anyway. Like, it's not hard to grasp. I don't know, but we have to make a fifteen second commercial for something professionally edited. It's bullshit. Anyway, let's start, I guess. Okay. <clears throat> Did you have anything else to add? No. Everyone happy hearing me complain? All right, let's get into it. This is Juana <laughs> Barraza. Um, that's probably pronounced wrong. The two R's, I understand you have to roll them. I'm not going to do that. Okay. I can roll R's, I promise everyone. It's just too much effort. But it's today. like barraza. It just feels mm-hmm. like it goes on too long, and I'm not here for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to call her barraza. Um, please no one get mad at me. <laughs> it's easier for you guys, too. Anyway, Juana Barraza was born in Hildago. Um, no. Hidalgo, a rural rural area north of Mexico City. Barraza's mother was an alcoholic who reportedly exchanged her for three beers to a man who repeatedly raped her in his care, and by whom she became pregnant with a boy. I know. We're diving in deep. Oh, damn. She had four children in total, although her eldest son died from injuries sustained in a mugging. Um, Barraza was a professional wrestler under the ring name La Dama de Silencio, which is the lady of uh, the silent lady. I pronounced it right, I promise. <laughs> um, she had an obsession with lucha libre, um, which is a form of Mexican mass professional wrestling in which the wrestlers engage in titanic mock battles. Yeah. Like that Jack Black movie. Yeah, Nacho Libre. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the murders because that's why we're all here. <coughs> She was dubbed the Mata Vijitas, or the little old lady killer. <laughs> Which would make you think maybe she's the old lady that is the killer. Yeah. Which I mean... Wait, so this is a woman? Yeah. <gasps> I specifically looked up women murderers because I was a little sick of men killing people and I thought we'd switch it up a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. Did you not get that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, she is a woman. Well, I didn't look this case up. I, well, because you didn't give me a name of the case besides, like, I guess I could have looked up, like, the old lady serial killer. Yeah, no, 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 yeah. I didn't look it up, though, this time, just because I was like, I won't. But, um, yeah. No, yeah, I just... a woman. I immediately thought it would be a man. Yeah, her name is Juana. <laughs> thought I'd use that. Barraza, actually. Oh, she, oh, okay, so she was arrested in 2006. Mm-hmm. January 2006, after she was seen hurrying from the house of her last victim, the only murder she has confessed to. 
She was sentenced to 759 years <laughs> in jail Shit. for killing 11 elderly women. Damn. Yeah. Um, the first murder attributed to Mata, I'm gonna, Mata Vijitas had been dated uh, variously to the late 1990s um, and to a specific killing on November 17, 2003. The authorities and the press have given various estimates as to the total number of the killer's victims, with estimated totals ranging from 24 to 49 deaths. Because they don't know. <laughs> Um, all of Barraza's victims were women aged 60 or over, most of whom lived alone. She bludgeoned or strangled her victims and afterwards would rob them. Police reported that there was evidence of abuse in a number of cases. Bernardo Batiste, the chief prosecutor in Mexico City, initially profiled the killer as having a brilliant mind, being quite clever and careful, and probably... Um, struck after a period spent gaining the trust of an intended victim. Hmm. <clears throat> Officers investigating suspect, suspected that she posed as a government official offering the chance to sign up to a welfare program. Oh. When we were watching Mindhunter, mm-hmm. um, the one when they do it in the place where, like, the dog gets killed and there's that woman that was bludgeoned. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I really thought it was this case, but then it was just some guy. Oh. And I was like, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, because they were, familiar. like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, the search for Barraza was complicated by uh, conflicting evidence. At one point, the police hypothesized that two killers might be involved. Then, an odd coincidence distracted the investigation. At least three of Barraza's victims owned a print of an 18th century painting by the French artist Jean-Baptiste Gurus, um, the boy in the red waistcoat. So they're like, it's got something to do with this painting, but it really had nothing to do with the painting. I think people just had that painting. Mm-hmm. The authorities were heavily criticized by the media for dismissing evidence that a serial killer was at work in Mexico City as merely media sensationalism as late as the summer of 2005. Soon after, setting an investigation in motion, the police incurred further criticism by launching what one journalist described as a ham-fisted and unproductive swoop on Mexico City's transvestite prostitutes. Mm. (coughs) I'll explain that. Okay. I promise. Yeah. I'll get there. (coughs) I looked up if transvestite was an inappropriate word to use, and it told me to use cross-dresser instead, but I felt like those mean two different things. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm going to keep it in there, but I know (laughs) it's not a nice word. Yes. Okay. That's, yeah. Well, I think if, I don't know. I guess if it's, like, if that's using it in, like, the context of what someone was called. Yeah. In, like, the situation. Just know that. (laughs) Just know that you're not transphobic. I'm not that. And also prostitutes are called sex workers, and I support them. (laughs) Anyway, on November 2005, the Mexican authorities were reporting witness statements to the effect that the killer wore woman's clothing to gain access to the victim's apartments. That's why. Okay. Oh, I see. They thought it was a man. Yeah. <laughs> in one case, a large woman in a red blouse was seen leaving the home of a, mur- of a murdered woman. Two months later, police began checking the fingerprints of bodies in the city's morgues in the apparent belief that Matavitas might have committed suicide. Hmm. Por qué? No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, a major breakthrough in the case occurred on the 25th of January, 2006, when a suspect was arrested fleeing from the home of the serial killer's latest victim, Ana Maria de los Reyes. Oh, sorry. I'll say Ana Maria de los Reyes Alfaro, um, who lived in the Vananuston Carzanza borough of Mexico City. I'm so sorry for all Thank of God this wasn't the one we did we last heard. week. Holy shit. I would have been dead. I would have died. <laughs> Alfaro, who was 82 years old, had been strangled with a steth- stethoscope. To surprise men... Uh, mm, to the surprise of many Mexicans who had suppo- supposed the killer to be male, the suspect detained was Juan- oh, was Juana Bariza, 48, a female wrestler known professionally as the Silent Lady. Ooh. Oh my god. La Dama Silencio. Okay. <laughs> I love doing Spanish things. Hear me. I took three years of Spanish, so I do know some Spanish. Uh-huh. But I love saying it in the like most like California <laughs> Valley Girl accent ever. Yeah. Like, Yoki Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Okay, witnesses at previous murder scenes had described a masculine looking woman. Um, sad for her, right? <laughs> they just called her out. They're like, this fucking dyke. <laughs> and the police had previously looked for cross-dressers, although they later admitted that the former wrestler resembled composite images of the suspect. <laughs> really hurting her right there. Yeah. Um, Bariza closely resembled a model of the killer's features, which showed La Mata Vijitas with close-cropped hair dyed blonde and a facial mole, and was carrying a stethoscope. Hmm. Pension forms and a card ident- She also had pension forms and a card identifying her as a social worker when she was detained. Mexico City prosecutors said fingerprint evidence linked Bariza to at least 10 murders um, and as many as 49 murders attributed to the killer. The wrestler is said to have confessed to murdering El Faro and three other women, but denied involvement in any other killings. She told reporters that she had visited El Faro's home in search of laundry work. Bariza was uh, tried in the spring of 2008. The prosecution alleged she had been responsible for as many as 40 deaths. She admitted one murder, that of El Faro, until... <laughs> El Faro. <laughs> Sorry. Just stopped reading there. <laughs> you gave up halfway through that sentence. Oh my god. I'm really tired. Until the police, her motive was lingering resentment regarding her own mother's treatment of her. So she was killing people that were her mother. Okay. I guess. I mean, that's what she said, so who knows. Um, On the 31st of March, she was found guilty on 16 charges of murder and aggravated burglary, including 11 separate counts of murder. (coughs) 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 Really tried getting through that one. Yeah. Uh, she was sentenced to 759 years in prison, and she the, her, since sentences imposed in Mexico Mexican courts are generally served concurrently, but the maximum sentence under Mexican law is 60 years, she will most likely serve the full sentence in prison. And that's the end of my story. Oh, okay. She's very short. That's great timing, though, because I was just about to pull up Google because I was, like, trying to think of... There was, like, something that I was, like, could not get, like, grab in my mind what I was going to do, and I thought of it right at the last minute. Mm-hmm. So, perfect. Fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. Great. Good. Okay, cool. All right. Um, 
I just have to mention this because I can't let it go. <laughs> I just pause so we can like put have space for the ad. But um I have like my deodorant right on my desk and it's like the dove deodorant, it's like powder. And my and like I thought that was like the their like just generic flavor. I was like, powder, what the fuck? I'm, like, I was like, it's not a powder deodorant. No, it just smells like it. But it smells like powder. <coughs> So, but then I have my other one. I have like an Old Spice deodorant. Her and men's I, deodorant. Yeah, and listen, I just want this. No one's ever going to answer me on this. I realize when I ask these hypothetical questions to our hypothetical audience, everyone's like, probably it's like what the fuck. Hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> because we don't have one. Well, we don't. None of you talk to us. All of y'all are a bunch of like introverts. introverts. Like interact with us. Like we're a small enough podcast that we will interact back instead of like commenting on like Ariana Grande's Instagram. Like comment on our Instagram, you know. Like we'd love it. I we can text you whenever you want. <laughs> but no, I like the small fence deodorant, and I don't know. Like Maggie seems to not. <laughs> no. No. I don't like Axe. Not to be generic, but I don't like Axe. Mm. They smell of Axe. Axe isn't good. Some of the Old Spice, because I have the Old Spice one, and it smells really good, and I really like it. If I'm just, like, really wanting to feel like a butch lesbian that day. <laughs> but, I don't know. It just, I really love the smell of it so much. But anyways, besides that, I couldn't let it go. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you have to hear this. But, okay. So the one I was going to do that I had just thought of at the last minute, mm-hmm. which you're going to enjoy, is um, Deadly Class. Hell yeah. <laughs> Love me, Deadly Class. Because um, I was, like, thinking of, like, I don't know that many, like, I don't know any Mexican movies, because I know it's, like, in Mexico City, but I couldn't think of any. But I was thinking of, like, Maria from Deadly Class. Yeah. She seems like she's filled with a lot of rage and does kill people. She is a fucking psycho. Yeah. Hi, Oh, sorry. Um, I feel like a lot of our <laughs> listeners might not know what Deadly Class is because no one listened to watched it on Sci-Fi, and that's why it got canceled. Oh yeah. So we'll explain. Yeah. So it's a comic book series. Yeah, it's Deadly Class. It's a comic book series, and um, it was like written into a show, and it was on Sci-Fi, and yeah. it had like a season, and it was really good. It, it was, was very of good. all the comic book shows that I've seen adapted, it was by far the best one. It was yeah no, it was amazing. 100%. They really like because it, it was sci-fi, and so you might be like, oh no, but like it was. They really like transitioned. They they had the story writer or whatever from the book mm-hmm. help with the show. So a little bit things are changed, but like I read the comic books because Tess lovingly gave them to me. Um, <coughs> sorry, <laughs> and so like it's play by play what the comic book is. So if you're mm-hmm. a comic book nerd. Like, it's amazing, but even if you're not, like, it's a really, really good show, and it's a really diverse cast, and they don't have superpowers, but they're really cool, and it's, like, a bunch of teens that go to a school for assassins. Yeah, so, like, the show follows, like, the main character, Marcus. He, um... He's a homeless kid. He was homeless, and then, like, he got, um, like, picked up by this, like, academy, and, um... It's like, what's it called? Academy of the Deadly Arts. Yeah, Academy of the Deadly Arts. And um, you have, like, all these, like, people there, and they're all, like, training to be, like, basically assassins. And, like, Marcus's whole thing is he, like, wants to, like... It's, like, t- takes place he in the He wants to kill Ronald Reagan. Yeah, so he just has, like, all this rage from, like... And he's all scarred up because of his time in the boys' home with his fucking terrible roommate. Yeah. So, like, there's that. But, um, sorry. I was 
saw text messages and it said um, our friend Cold Ear, but it said Antonio, but I read it as Annette. Like, my mom was like, how did he get my mom's phone number? <laughs> I had a heart attack for a second. I'm so sorry. But yeah, so anyways, Maria, she um, is a student there. And she, like... The first, like, she has these cool, like, fans that are knives, and she kind of, like, yeah. when she's out, like, doing her assassin stuff. Like, has, hand fans. Yeah, like, um, those. And, but she has, like, this really cool, like, skull makeup on. Yeah, she has a Day of the Dead kind of makeup on. Yeah. But I think, so her, like, I feel like she could be, like, the, what's the woman's name? Juana Bar- Bar- Barzaz. Yeah, like, that kind of, <laughs> like, her motivation to kill is, like, very revenge based, which, like, Maria's, like, definitely the most, like, impulsive, like, revengeful character. Yeah, Maria's storyline, I don't want to shame anyone with bipolar disorder, because clearly it's not your fault. Um, but she, like, her storyline, she's just a crazy bitch, Mm -hmm. but then you find out she's bipolar, but she's still a crazy bitch. Yeah, well, she was on meds, and then she went off She went off the meds. So, like, that's, um, that's on her, yeah. And she went and really ruined everyone's lives. (laughs) Yeah, but I think, like, her backstory is, like, um, her parents get killed by, like, a gang leader. I forgot his name, but he's kind of becomes, like, her, like, father figure. He's, like, I, I don't know what it's called, but it's, like, the Mexican cartel, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, she ends up being saved by the son of the lead guy when he's, like, they're all kids. And he's, yeah. like, no, she's nice or whatever. And mm-hmm. so she ends up dating him. Yeah. Um. And but then she's then brought under the wing of the Mexican cartel, like dude, and they use her to like seduce people or be like the the like unsuspecting like girl who will go in and like kill yeah. People. So it's like the same consistent theme of like, oh, you wouldn't expect it's her because she does kind of like and I mean she does have very like flashy makeup and hair, but, like, she can kind of go in and go unnoticed versus, like, again, like, you would never expect women to be killers. Yeah. So it works to her advantage, for sure. But, yeah, just the whole, like, revenge thing. But the show, it got canceled, which is unfortunate, but I got really into it over the summer and, like, read, like, the comics, too, and stuff, but really (coughs) great show. Um, I think it's still on sci-fi if anyone wants to check it out. Yeah, definitely go watch it. The uh, main actor... Uh, Benjamin Wadsworth. Wadsworth. Yeah, he's um, a really lovely great. man. Yeah, he is. He is like younger than me. Um, is he? Yes. Oh shit. He's younger than me by like a couple months because he's he's uh, I think he just turned twenty. Damn. Yeah, and he is engaged um, to an actress from The Magicians, which is another sci-fi show, mm-hmm. and she's pregnant and they're having a child, and I think they live in Canada. Because I, I follow him on, like, Instagram, and he, like, he's down in, like, California or whatever shooting things, but, mm-hmm. like, I think they live in Canada or near the border. Yeah. Yeah, they're in Vancouver a lot. Yeah. So, maybe. They're a cute couple. He's a cute guy. He's very cute. I yeah. his face. And, you know... Oh, yeah, there was a whole... Man, he had a whole phase of just being I still think he's, he's lovely, but he's not in anything, unless you've seen the last episode of Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah, so watch Deadly Class, because he's great in that <laughs> he's show. He's a really good actor. Deadly Class is, like, one of those shows where just, like, I, so I didn't, I know, like, it's not similar to Umbrella Academy. It's but it's way, got a similar feel. Yeah, because it. it's, like, kind of, like, the, all these, like, kids, and they have their little, like, jackets Uniforms. on. And, like, they're, like, killers and stuff or whatever. Although, I guess, 
Umbrella Academy. They're not killers. They're like superheroes. Yeah. Kind of. I never watched all of Umbrella Academy because I never got into it. Like I just was like, okay, and like didn't have the need to watch the next episode. But like Deadly Class, I was like, I'm watching this. Yeah, Deadly Class was good. There was like a romantic subplot going on. There was fighting. They had their little prep school uniform. Yeah. But like... The they said the sucks. F word too. So. Yeah, it was like really edgy, which I and like enjoyed. there was a lot of blood. Like it wasn't like PG, you know. They like no. went for it. Yeah, and it it was very good, and it was very well made and like shot, and the lighting was nice and like partial. Like all flashbacks were in like animation the comic book style animation. Yeah, yeah, it's a great. No, I'm so I'm very upset that it got canceled because. It was just so good. And it, it did end on, like, a cliffhanger. Yeah, it really did. But so, then... Like, the, if you read the comics, it picks, like, you would know what happens. Yeah, but, yeah. like... And I think they would stay true to that. Mm. Mostly. Also, all the comics are free online if you want to see the digital version. But I would recommend getting the books. They're, like, yeah. $8. Yeah, no, they're not expensive, and it's always... And they're really pretty. Su- support artists, you know? Yeah. Buy them. But if you're sh- upset because it's ending on a on a cliffhanger, the show creators did tweet out what the ending would have been and what the full story arc would have been oh, that's after the end of it. That they, they never got to finish, like, a certain character's storyline or anything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you needn't worry. They did finish it for us. They're looking out for you. They were too upset. There was, like, so many petitions online about getting Deadly Class back but it didn't work out yeah it's unfortunate when a good show i just think it was a really great show because like there was like one white character two white characters three there's a british one there were like a lot of like back like because the, the whole thing with like within the school there's a lot of like different kind of gangs almost of like yeah but they're like the different groups so you have kind of like the mexican cartel group and then like there's like the um japanese like their whole thing going yeah, yeah, on yeah. so there it was like very segregated because it also was the 80s so like a lot of the people were very racist yeah but also that like it was so how it was it's planned out is kind of like as if you were to walk into a normal high school cafeteria it's like the preps the jocks the whatevers but it's like gangs but like the main character was like marcus who is in the book um half nicaraguan i think mm-hmm. half white and then it's got the girl from to all the boys i've loved before in it and it's got um <clears throat> this the guy from like a what's the the gang that willie's in oh he's just i don't know what they're i don't, I don't know. know there's just like a gang yeah <laughs> and then there's like maria and maria's boyfriend and then there's like rats who have no affiliation who are kind of mm-hmm. like the, the they're punks. like yeah they're like they're the like donor kids two of them they're like one of them's like british and they're like barely like goth emo not that's not the word they're just like punks well like but like they don't have an affiliation because they weren't they're they're like not they're not legacies at the school yeah yeah because they're called rats and they get bullied and shit and Mm -hmm. that's what marcus is and there's a kid named billy who's from um the way way back if you've ever seen that oh that's a good movie if you haven't seen that he played young sean spencer on psych for the majority of the show (laughs) Um, but he's got a blue mohawk, and my friend Cameron is in love with him. Oh, really? That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, but every all the characters are really, like, well thought out, I think. Mm-hmm. You get a lot of backstories. It's very diverse, very well acted. Yeah. There's a lot of good fight scenes. Yeah, there's... I really like it, because it's actual fight scenes. Yeah. And, like, there's actual, like, 
nitty blood like people getting beat up because sometimes because it also is like one of those shows that has like a great soundtrack like a kind of that like found family type thing but it doesn't like stray away from being like actually like r-rated like fights and like language and stuff because i feel like like within umbrella academy like all the fight scenes in that were like very like choreographed and like not super you know well yeah but i think in umbrella academy especially with i don't like um number fives Fight scenes, they were choreographed to music. And I feel like yeah. his, like, give off a, like, a well, when he's, like, fighting to Constantinople. Yeah, it's, it's like, like, a little bit... You're happy about it. Like, like it's, it's not quirkier. like I'm here to see someone f- beat someone no, up. No, I just like it because it's a little bit more, like, real no, of a yeah. show with, while still being, like, a fantasy... It's still be, while still being so incredibly fake. Yeah, yeah, it's, which it's I cute and it's really nice, and you get a lot of really punk, edgy voiceovers <sighs> about yeah. how society, <laughs> society, man, it's so tough, and it's um, it's really great, and I I urge everyone to uh, look at it, and if you have like a cable subscription or whatever, if your parents watch cable TV, I'm sure they have a yeah password you can watch it for free on Sci-Fi. Mm-hmm. I like always forget about that. There's so many shows where it's like I seem to get our cable password because there are so many things that could just be unlocked. Yeah, I'm just like I just need to do it one day, but I always I like never want to ask. But I'm like this isn't this doesn't cost any money. I think I like call my dad like every three months and be like, Dad, I forgot the password again. Yeah. Just it's like the do only it once, password write it down. he'll give me. Yeah. <sighs> also, this is completely unrelated, but I'm just kind of you know saying some stuff to, you know fill some time okay but uh <laughs> just because this has been a shorter episode so i'm just gonna mm-hmm. talk some bullshit but today i like freaked out in the shower for a hot sec because i was washing my hair and i was just pulling out clumps of my hair but be- that's because last night me and my roommate both have like undercuts so we were like cutting them ah. and like we had our hair up but i think like we both kind of like cut a little bit off the top like with the um clippers so i was like pulling out like literally like, a handful of hair like thank god i have so much fucking hair <laughs> That, like, no one would notice, but I was just like, oh my god, what is happening? And I, like, forgot that we were doing that. But honestly, nothing is more cathartic than just shaving parts of your head in the bathroom late at night, you know? I'd love to do that, but I don't have any hair. Cutting your bangs late at night. Boy, I cut my bangs in the morning. Convince one of your roommates to get bangs and you can cut them together. I stare at myself in the mirror and then I wet my bangs and just chop them off. Mm. I, I had this, I just like, there was a portion of my bang on the side that like I had missed for a while. So it was like a little bit longer and I cut it off and I threw it at the trash can. Mm-hmm. But then I missed the trash can. I just landed on my toilet seat. And I left it there. And then I came back, like, at, like, 8 o'clock at night. And I was like, what the fuck is this on my toilet seat? (laughs) And it was just a clump of my hair. Because I'm disgusting. Well. Anyway, there was the time zone switch. Oh, yeah. So now it is very dark. It's so dark. It was dark at, like, 3 o'clock. Yeah. We live in the Arctic. (laughs) Like, straight up. Mm, Yes. So, no, yeah. Well, also, this is, like, back to relating to the party. I That party went on for so long because, like, people got there at, like, 10, a normal party time. Yes. And, like, went home at, like, 2.30. Except it was 3.30. Except it was 3.30. <laughs> because an hour was lost and all that. And I was, like, realized that the next day. And I was, like, oh, my God. Yeah, people stayed for a while. Yeah. But, again, I feel like Tom and uh, John Raphael from Parks and Rec, just, like, the ultimate party planner, ultimate party thrower. Mm-hmm. We had so many balloons. We had drunk Django, which is... 
I read about talking about Drunk Dragon. It's such a fun game. But also, I knew what all of the pieces were because my roommates were writing it beforehand. Like, I got home from work one day. And that was like, are you guys playing Jing? And they're just like, no, come over. So I read them all. So I knew it was coming. So, like, there were Body Shot, which was, like, a funny one. I got... I pulled that twice. Yeah. Or one time, I was summoned because, like... It's, like, person to your left, isn't it? It's, like, person to your left. But I was summoned over because, um... No one else in, like, the thing wanted to do it. So, like, everyone came over. She's, like, laid out. I'm, like, what? And then she just was, like, pouring alcohol on me. I'm, like, okay. And then the second time, I had to do a body shot off someone. Which is so weird. (laughs) It's just such a weird time. So. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Then, yeah, my other roommate, uh, he pulled, like, kiss someone. And then oh, yeah. I got called back over to Drunk Jenga because I was pre-approved by his girlfriend <laughs> to be the person he kisses because I'm gay. And, like, you know, she has met me, so she's like, I'm fine with that. I'm like, so I was summoned over a few times for the Drunk Jenga game. But it was a fun time. There were so many balloons. There's still balloons in my apartment. On a separate nerdy note, I got a library card last Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get my friend, whom I love, to drive me to the library because I don't have a car and get a library card, which took way too long. And then, but now with the Overdrive app, it sounds like an ad, uh, you can listen to like audiobooks from your phone from with a library card for free. So Audible, step the fuck aside. <laughs> it's Overdrive time. Yeah. Public libraries are amazing. They are. There was um this comedian. I listened to... Uh, if you don't know this already, <laughs> Pandora Comedy Radio. If she hasn't mentioned it before. <laughs> to go to bed because yeah. I'm crazy. And this guy, I think his like comedy is in like 2006 or something because he always talks about Redbox. But he was like... Very, he was like, very hot in 2008 of you to go front city. <laughs> <laughs> he was like talking... One of his shows is about like how he used to like buy books at Barnes & Noble. But then he was like, but then I discovered something called the library <laughs> and he was like they just let you take books out of there for free I know, like i feel like everyone like after like you're out of high school just forgets about libraries i never used the library in high school i i used the library a lot as a child i never read yeah when i was like in elementary school yeah. i used that library all the time because i would go because our library was like not too far from my grade school so like before i got like sometimes like if i had to wait a while to get picked up like i would just walk over there mm-hmm. and it was just like oh yeah like chilled library but then like once i hit high school i was like i don't know how to read and then like yeah. now the the college library doesn't really have like i feel like they don't have like yeah when i asked just, like, him to drive me to the read. library he was like we have a library and i was like yeah but i want to really like fiction novels and i don't want to have to search 13 floors yeah <laughs> to find my one book yeah and then like i don't know because, like, normal libraries are amazing. But this, with with your library card, you can listen to audiobooks on mm-hmm. your phone, which is, like, super awesome because yeah. I listen to podcasts, and I also like novels. Yeah. And I really need to finish Stephen King's memoir, and I think it would be great hearing it read by Stephen King, you know? Yeah, that would be fucking sick. Because I started it mm-hmm. in high school <laughs> during a summer camp, but I only had it for two weeks, mm-hmm. and so I had to return it to the library because libraries are greedy bastards who steal their books back. Yeah. And I can't read a book in two weeks. I'm a slow reader. <laughs> yeah. So I never got to finish it. I think the the other reason I don't use libraries is I just can't get to libraries. Yeah. 
Because I don't have a car. It's a lot of pressure to, like... Please support my GoFundMe so that I can eat, I can have a house, (laughs) and maybe, if I'm lucky, get a car. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I was going to say something. I totally forgot what it was. Hmm. It was nothing important. I can guarantee that. But I don't know. I'll keep going. I went to a financial workshop today because I was forced to. And because I love my fraternity. Um... But it was it was fun. It was only um, people in the frat that showed up, though, which is kind of upsetting. But I learned a lot about healthcare today. Interesting. Yeah, like the healthcare plans, because it was about like it was some bullshit about like how to get a job. It's like do your fucking resume, have a LinkedIn. Yeah. But then it was like when you're in the job, like I feel like it's really dead. It's it's towards adults and not me because I'm a child and mm-hmm. internship. But it's like. They can provide health care and paid time off and salary negotiations and shit like that. And I was like, whoa. But then he's like, here's the health care plan. He's like, some people in the healthcare industry don't even know what health care plans are like. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Now I know what a deductible is. Oh, yeah. I don't know what health care plan I'm on, but <laughs> I can ask about it now. Yeah. I know a little bit about health care plans, mostly just because I know, like, how because ours like was got all interesting because my mom had like to get like chemo and stuff so it was just like a whole thing yeah (laughs) it was a whole thing (laughs) so yeah like i know some a little like i know i feel like more than the average american which is like knowing none about healthcare i know a little bit Yeah, I don't, uh, I, I don't really know where we're on. Just because when my mom would explain, because my dad has to get all this medication now because he's had a triple bypass and whatever. But, like, and also his spine's fusing together. Crazy shit happens, man. But my, I don't think my mom knows a lot about our health care yeah. either. So, like, when I'm on the phone with her, she can't explain it to me because mm-hmm. she doesn't know what's going on. But I think it's fun. I don't, I... <laughs> My roommate asked a question during it, and she was like, so would it be better to stay on your parents' health care or, like, get on the health care that, like, a job provides? And the guy was like, stay on your parents' health care until they kick you off. Yeah. He was like, but if I have kids, they're off the second they get a job. And I was like, boy. (laughs) Bro, you can't sell us these things. I feel like that's the same with, like, a phone plan or something. Yeah. That's true. This is like, how long can I mooch off my parents? <laughs> it's like, if we're, listen, we're on the family plan. Like, do you want to like, just keep it together? You're like, listen, we're still a family. <laughs> I know I'm 45, but hear me out. That's going to be fucking me. Holy shit. <coughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Every time, like, you're sick and, like, which I feel like is very often, but especially now that we're getting back into winter. Like, over the summer, we never really had this issue. Yeah. But, like, now it's, like, the problem with when you're sick and coughing is, like, it's hard for me to edit it out because usually it, one of us is talking, like, right into it. Because I remember it, the last time I tried to go in and cut your coughing out, like... I cough so much, Sean, though. I know. There was one, though, where it's, like, every single time you started coughing, like, I was saying something or you were saying something. So next time you're sick and we record, I will just make a conscious effort not to just talk over you while you're coughing. Yeah, you talked over me a lot while I was coughing this episode. I'm sorry. But that's fine. Everyone knows I'm sick. Yeah. Um. Cool. Cool. I guess we're done here. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Don't kill anyone. Uh, have a great November. It's no shave November. <laughs> say it, Tess. I was going to say, it's also no nut November, so 
Team C, baby. That stands for Team Celibate. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so do what you want to do. <laughs> um, that one's for you, Coldier, if you're listening. Team C all the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This is an inside joke. I can explain it to you later. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's fine. I don't it. need it. Um, that's it, I guess. Yeah. Happy November. Bye. Bye.